Welcome to the Your Reformer podcast, where we explore the latest trends, research and ideas in the world of health and wellness. Our show is dedicated to helping you live your best life by providing you with practical tips, expert insights and inspiring stories that will motivate you to take charge of your health. I'm Emma Stallworthy, the founder of Your Reformer, joining me on this journey to better health and wellness. Hi everyone, welcome to the Your Reformer podcast. In today's episode, we talk to the very inspirational Beth Levis. She is a very clever and savvy businesswoman who's founded by Beth, which is an Australian brand selling edible collagen. So they're based on sustainable and ethical and locally Um, manufactured and made uh, edible collagen products. Um, Beautiful, I'm trying them myself and definitely noticing a difference in my skin. She talked me into it from our our chat, but we talked to her. She's a busy mum with four kids, husband Justin's a super successful businessman as well. So you can imagine there's lots going on in their household, Um, how she juggles that, how she manages her time and and everything that goes with running a business and, and, and being a mum and and a woman in today's life Um, we even talked about how she handles trolls being in the public eye and how she handles negativity that may come her way and one thing I really loved about our chat was her the importance she places on her her values and that flows and stems into their business as well and and having those core values at heart and that everything that they do is aligned to those values um and you know talking to her she's just a super grounded um person who 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 was very open to sharing her experiences and and super passionate also about about what she's doing and that that shone through and like i said i got talked into it and um not talked into but definitely um felt the passion and and wanted to give her product a try as well but i'm sure you'll have some takeaways um enough from me let's get into the interview with beth levis and i hope you enjoy it I thought I'd start off by just saying, you know, I think you're quite well known in the public eye and you've got this beautiful brand by Beth and so people know you for that, but what's something that people wouldn't know about you? Ah, um, good question. I love the good old tracksuit and bottle of wine on the couch and family movie time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my life, I guess, on the outside looks very glamorous, but, you know, I'm a true fan of just keeping things very simple and I treasure very much those very raw, uh, very unfashionable moments with the family. That's probably something a lot of people get surprised by, but, yeah, I'm a good fan of that. Yeah, the private moments that keep you grounded. 100%, 100%, 100%, yeah. That's what is, life must be pretty hectic because you're a mum of four and then running your business. I'm sure Justin's very busy as well with cues. So what's that like? How do you juggle it all? Um, I guess it, you just do, I guess, one day at a time. But for me, multitasking is a skill that comes naturally. Like I guess to some yeah. people it's not so natural to me 
it's just ingrained. Um, I guess I also model and learn from my mother who also had four kids and worked as well. So I guess, you know, I've just never really known any other way. I've just seen how she did it. And I'm obviously implementing it in a different way. I'm doing it my own way. Mm -hmm. um, it just really comes down to organizational skills. You've got to be organized. You've got to have things planned. You know, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm a fan of a bit of a spreadsheet. <laughs> Put the spreadsheet on the fridge door so everyone can see, you know, the itinerary for the weekend. Cause obviously kids are going in multiple directions yeah. um, with all the sport. And, you know, also I like keeping them busy. So I guess I've made my life a little bit harder in that instance, because I encourage them to do a lot of activities and a lot of sport. Um, so sometimes I feel like the Uber driver, but yeah, it just comes down to, it just comes down to organization, but it also comes down to your mindset really. You know, I, I love spending the time with the kids, even if it is in the car, you know, on the yeah. way to ballet practice or soccer practice, that's when I really get one-on-one -on -one with them and get to engage with them and have a, a private conversation with them. And, you know, now that my girls are teenagers, you know, they can't walk away from me when they're in the car. So it's also a great <laughs> opportunity to discuss things that perhaps they otherwise would have just, you know, rolled their eyes and said, whatever, mum, and then, and then, you know, go up to their room, like good teenage, like teenage girls do. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's uh, the more the merrier, you know, yeah. life's meant to be busy and messy. I like it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've got two boys. I don't have four kids, but, you know, certainly for me, I find them a motivating factor as well mm. as becoming a mum. I've got now a different level of drive and a different reason or purpose. Do you find that as well? Oh, 100%. Yes. I, you know, starting my business was very much for myself as well. Mm. But also, I really wanted to show my kids that we, you know, can do anything, I guess, as a woman and as a mother, you know. I think our kids really undervalue us as mothers. You know, I used to get the comments like, mum, you can go and get me red ribbons from Spotlight because you're not doing anything today. And I just was like, that that really, really annoyed me a lot because they just don't value or see the incredible hours mothers put in behind the scenes. <clears throat> but, I, you know, definitely starting the business was for myself, but having the kids there's choices we make in life and not just the business where you really think about how is this going to be played out with my children? Because my job as a mom is to model the best behavior I possibly can, hoping that they're watching, they're listening, they're learning, and they'll turn into the kind of human beings that I'm really hoping they turn into. So mm. yeah, I do consciously make decisions often um, or, or redirect my, my course often thinking, you know, how can I really inspire my children or lead or motivate or just show them, you know, how, how something should be done and, you know, what I'm hoping they'll achieve later on in their life. Yeah, absolutely. I can see those values so much ingrained in you that you live by clearly and that transcends across into your business by Beth as well. Very um, much. Start off a little bit by telling me more about what is by Beth um, and how it all came about. Yeah, so, well, by Beth, basically, in a nutshell, we're an Australian bovine collagen business, um, the only one that I know of that sells Australian-made uh, bovine collagen made from Australian cattle. Um, but how it came about, about really was my journey to skin health. You know, from a very young age, I used to have skin rashes, very dry skin, um, constantly always having skin issues and, you know, terrible memories from that as a kid, particularly as a kid. But as an adult, you know, going through four pregnancies, breastfeeding four of the kids, mm. uh, traveling as well, I just perpetually had 
incredibly dry, flaky skin, um, which no one wants, but particularly in your 20s. And you can't even yeah. cover that up with makeup. You put makeup on and it just, you can see the flaking. Yeah, um, it's almost worse, isn't it? Yeah. And I always was seeing naturopaths, not for skin issues, but for health issues um, and, and nothing major wrong. Just I, I like to uh, be the best form of myself that I can possibly be. And I don't know why it took me a really long time to be willing to try collagen, to be really honest, because I've always had that correlation between what goes on in the gut very much is um, what's going on with the rest of the body. It's connected. Mm. Um, but anyway, it did. It took me far too long to be willing to try it. And I did. I tried another brand within a very short time span. I'd probably say three to four weeks. I just really started noticing my skin was becoming hydrated and that natural glow was coming back. You know, like often we put on makeup. Sometimes it's to obviously cover up things, but sometimes it's just because we feel a bit flat and we just don't yeah. have that glow um, that we have in our teenage years. And, um, and I just, then I realized, okay, you know what? Boom, this actually works. So then it was a matter of continuing to take collagen, but I couldn't find a brand that I liked. You know, all the brands I was trying, and I tried so many. I tried everything on the market at the time. They're all really, really sickly sweet, like cordial-like mm. flavors. And to me, I, I hated that. Like I couldn't find a flavor that I liked. And having something really sickly sweet is very counterintuitive to good skin health. You know, that's like having a candy bar and a, and a drink of collagen at the same time. They really cancel each other out. Um, or I didn't like any of the values or any of the values of the business didn't align with mine. I really wanted something that was locally made. I wanted to support the local community. I wanted something that was going to support the environment, uh, you know, was going to be sustainable. Everything is in plastic, these horrible plastic containers. Mm. Um, and they arrive in plastic, 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 or <laughs> cardboard that you just throw out. And it's just horrifying how much wastage there are there is in the beauty industry and the wellness industry. And so I just, you know, I'm searching for a brand that I liked and I just couldn't find one that I liked. And I just realized, you know what, maybe this is a very good opportunity ultimately to create something for myself. Um, and knowing that I'm sure I'm not the only one searching for a product like this. And therefore by creating something that ticks all the boxes for myself, uh, hopefully other people will enjoy as well, which is proving to be right at the moment. So that's the beauty of starting from the beginning is you really, you know, you pull out the drawing board and you just, write yeah. down all these things that are important to yourself and what you want to achieve um, and then don't take no for an answer. And, you know, obviously it's a, it was a hard journey because when you're starting a new um, product and when, you, when you're starting packaging from scratch, it's the easiest thing to do is just go to a packaging company and pick something that's already been made off the shelf, like that you've got, um, you know, 10,000 water, plastic water bottles ready to go. If you wanted to start selling a new brand of water and it's the same for all packaging for beauty brands, it's all plastic. It's ready to go. I, you know, I could have done that very easily, but that didn't align with my values. So this is where, you know, I had to spend a lot of time, a lot of energy um, and a lot of money designing packaging from scratch. And that requires a lot of trial and error, a lot of testing um, but I wanted something that was not just sustainable, but also luxurious. Like I, I, you know, we, we live in a time where we want to feel luxurious. We want to, you know, feel like we've got our Chanel handbag, but we're not damaging <laughs> the environment at the same time. And we're actually, you know, putting something into our body that is actually healthy for us, but we're going to enjoy it at the same time. Yeah. And why not? You know, we're, we're, we're sick of all the 
the wellness products being something like where you've got to hold your nose and discolor as fast as you can. So it's definitely a breath of fresh air to find something that you don't feel you're compromising in one of those areas. That's right. That's right. And and that's it. I didn't want to compromise enough compromise. And that's where it really came down to. And I wanted to tick all those boxes. And I think, I think I have, I'm enjoying it greatly, but you know, it's really designed to be so beautiful and luxurious that you're happy for it to sit on your kitchen bench and, which has the added bonus of when you can see it, you use it. Whereas, you know, you, normally your tablets and everything you hide and then you yeah. just forget about it and then you don't take it. Yeah. So that was, I guess, the inspiration behind the brand was my own journey um, to skin health. Um, I never really had an issue with hair health. I did have a little bit of breakage during pregnancies. And yeah. I guess looking back as well, because I color my hair, you, you do get, you, I used to get those flyaways. Yeah, um, I'm still getting them. Mine's and mine. I've got nearly two year old, but they're still. They're still there. <laughs> Every time I go to the hairdresser, and I'm like, oh, yeah. still there. And I have to laugh because on my Instagram, one of you know people will always find something to be negative about, and one of the biggest ones they always make negative comments about is that that I dye my hair, so I'm obviously not natural. Mm-hmm. And I and I t- and I think to myself, obviously, you know, at the end of the day, that it's a compliment because anyone who's dyed their hair any color knows that you can't do that unless you've got really strong hair. Otherwise, you're going to have breakages continually. And then, I mean, how many people try to dye their hair blonde and end up having to revert back to brown because their hair can't handle it? Mm. Um, You know, I go once a month, yes, I'm dyeing my hair because it's no longer blonde. I wish it was. Um, (laughs) But the fact that I can do that with zero flyaways is testament to the hair strength, which is testament to the collagen. Um, and, and nails, you know, gosh, definitely during pregnancies, mine were just breaking. Um, and I remember even before the pregnancies breaking, but, you know, that's, that's yeah, you know, yeah, that's the, one of the wonderful benefits as well. Like I can have very long nails, which is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty profound. What was from, what was the timeline for you from when you went, I'm going to, I would like to do this business or I've got this concept to actually getting to market? Um, okay, so... I guess, again, if I had have just taken the easy route and mm. picked plastic packaging, um, I would have, and if I had have just picked a international supplier, because uh, there's plenty of those, you know, if you wanted to start a collagen brand, I can point you in some direction. There's international wholesale suppliers that you can just pay them money, buy their off-the-shelf plastic packaging. I reckon you could have a brand on the market within three months. Um, for me, it took me two years. And the big, big reasons are, uh, number one, which I've discussed already, is the packaging. Mm-hmm. I've designed something from scratch. You know, that beautiful glass vessel with the FSC certified wood lid had ne- not only did that need its own specific molding and, and testing, but also that needed its own specific packaging to be, for it to be housed in. Um, and we've gone so far as to only use soy-based ink and only using FSC certified paper and then recycled film. And then we're literally, um, again, as far as I'm aware, all the international wholesalers are telling me I'm literally the only one on the market that has managed to make a sustainable sachet because everyone else has got plastic sachet. So starting something from scratch, that takes a very long time. You've got a lot of testing uh, and you've got to push boundaries and you've got to, you know, you get a lot of no's and you've got to push back and go, well, hang on a second, let's think outside the box. There's got to be an answer. There's got to be a way. So that was that was what took a lot of time. Yeah, sure. But also um, I did not want to produce a product that was not Australian made with Australian products and Australian ingredients. Uh, that was really important to me. Uh, our family, even at Q and Veronica Main, we've 
always being nationalistic and producing in Australia whenever we can, even at a higher cost. It always costs much more to produce here. Mm. Um, but we're very nationalistic and I want to do that. And, and also it was going through COVID and through COVID, I think it was really drummed home to people just how important this is. We really have to support our local community, not just through, through the hard times, but continually. Mm. Um, and so searching for uh, someone here with the machinery that could make collagen and uh, were willing to use Australian cow hides in order to do it, that took me quite a long time as well. Yeah. Um, wow. So very proud to say that it is 100% uh, Australian cattle, uh, grass-fed, pasture-raised, um, you know, and that the added benefit of that is I'm able to guarantee the quality. And this is something I, I try and emphasize so much to my customers. You know, if you don't want to buy mine, fine, but please check the source of what you're ingesting. And it doesn't just go that like that for collagen. It goes for anything that you're ingesting. And this is unfortunately where a lot of co uh, companies um really unethical in my mind, um, verging on illegal, but I think there's a big gray area, but they managed to really uh, not give you the exact answer of where you're getting, where they're getting their products from. Mm. You know, I know one brand uh, claims to be French collagen, but it's actually the wholesaler is a French company that owns the fish farms in China. So it, to me, you're actually having Chinese fish marine co collagen, which is, fine as long as you know where it's coming from which yeah, for me personally I would not touch it because there's no guarantee to the quality of the water that yeah. those animals are swimming in whereas here um, even if I tried to find a bad farm in Australia Australian agricultural standards are one of the highest in the world I think Sorry. I read that, that you'd said that about, you know, one of the reasons with Australia in particular is that yes. we're so lucky that our quality control is so much greater than, you know, yes. many other places around the world. Exactly. So with that, you know, not only do I know where they are, I know how the animals are treated as well, which is very important to me, but for, with traceability of the supply chain combined with the fact that Australia has one of the highest agricultural standards in the world, I'm able to tell you this is as clean and green as you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, if quality and purity is important to you, which it is to me, um, that should really, really matter. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people just don't know where their collagen is coming from. Um, and unfortunately, also a lot of companies just are quite misleading with it, yeah. which is very unfortunate because that's very unfair to um, a, a customer because it's not really our job to be having to read all the fine print, it should just be very clear on there. Yeah. So yeah, sourcing was very important to me for for quality, but also to support the local community. Yeah. So amazing. two years, I'd say, a long yeah. time. Well, I mean, from those learnings, I'm, I'm not just saying if someone's wanting to start a collagen business, but just you know, starting up a business. What would you say? You know, three tips that you would um, give them from your experience to be successful. Um perseverance don't give up you know you you've obviously worked out there's a gap in the market or you've worked out how you want to differentiate yourself from the from the customers don't let other people dishearten you um you know your values you know your mission keep going don't take a no sometimes it's better not to discuss it with your friends because they're just going to try and pull you down 
go for it. Perseverance, definitely number one. Number two, be, be very selective over who you want to seek advice from. Um, uh, you know, it's called, I guess, in business called modeling. Model from someone that's already successful. doesn't have to be the same industry as you. Um, so, and I, I love getting, uh, having business meetings or coffee with people that have already done it, not in collagen, just in other businesses, because, uh, you know, you all, there's always a new perspective on something that you didn't think of another way or something that you would never have thought of. They're going to give you ideas and they're going to push you as well, because things will get tough. You will get no's, you will, um, you know, you know, there's always going to be hurdles in there, in any business, but particularly starting a business, it can be very disheartening. You obviously want to go from zero to up here straight away. Um, that's very rare that that happens. So um, yeah, model from someone who's done it and willing to give you their, their guidance or even just little pieces of information and, and motivation. Um, number three, uh, I guess I'd say be smart. Um, it's not about working hard. It's about working smart. And that's, you know, grow, read. I, I, I'm always doing, read, listening to educational podcasts, um, business short courses online. Um, I just, I, there's more for me to learn. And the more I learn, the more I can grow, the more I can grow my business. There's new ways of thinking, thinking outside the box. Yeah, continue to learn, continue to grow. I think that'd be that. great advice. You mentioned before about your flyaways and comments on Instagram about, you know, dyeing your hair. How do you um, tackle, how do you handle judgment and, um, you know, negativity, particularly being, you know, a bit more in the public? Um, one of the greatest uh, lessons I learned, I guess, was when I was working with White Ribbon and we did a White Ribbon um uh, like charity week at, at Q. And so we were advertising White Ribbon on all our Q social campaigns. And I just watched all the negative comments come in with that. And I just, it just got me really thinking. And I spoke to our marketing department. I just said, is this normal? Like, is this, do we, like, why on earth would anyone write a negative comment about a brand trying to promote a charity of any kind, to be really honest? There's a million great charities, a million great causes. This week, we were wanting to highlight um, violence against women. And, you know, why would anyone be negative? And they just said to me, they said, Beth, no matter what we do or what cause or anything, there's always negative comments. And I just realised, unfortunately, it's just the way the world is. You know, I would love to change that. I'd really love people to be more mindful about the negative things that they say and mm. the impact it can have on people. Mm. But I guess the lesson I learned from that is just actually to stand back and not let it affect me. Um, and, and that's it. You know, when they, when I started getting negative comments, um, you know, you, you're obviously not natural anyway. The other major one I get is obviously you just do Botox. So the collagen's not doing anything. Um, at first, <laughs> you know, it did hurt because what oh. they're essentially saying is I'm a liar. Mm. Um, and, you know, transparency is something I talk about a lot in my business because um, it really angers me when I see what my competitors are doing sometimes and some of the things that they're saying and not just in the collagen business, but wider. Um, so being being called a liar or, or misleading is actually, you know, a dagger to my heart. But I, I guess what I, I've learned is to really stand back and um, not let it affect me. Sometimes I answer them and just, you know, say, thank you so much. Um, the fact that you think I've taken Botox is a really big compliment, actually. So I really appreciate that. But I can assure you that I haven't. 
Um, not that, that I'm making any judgment on anyone that does. Uh, it's a lifestyle choice. So, um, you know, I've made my lifestyle choices, but I guess it, the key is really stand back and and don't pass judgment on to other people. Um, mm. And just remember how it makes you feel. And that's what I try and teach my kids as well. Remember how it's making you feel in this instance. Yeah. And obviously there's always going to be negative people, but if we let it affect us and if we pass it forward and pass it on, then we're, we're not, um, you know, we're almost just as bad as them. So yeah, that's, that's good advice. It's not easy, I'm sure. It's not easy, not, not when you want to defend your integrity. You know, that's what it comes down Absolutely. to. Sometimes you, you want to fire back and say, no, but. And, um, I think people need to just remember that that old saying that is if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, or, yeah, that's right. Or sometimes it'll make it constructive. Yeah. Perhaps sometimes, you know, negative things do. Very diplomatic. Way. They, can be, <laughs> they can be said in a constructive manner. Like, so, you know, thank you so much. For this, I've really taken my time to think about it, but have you ever thought about doing things differently or whatever? I don't know. You know, there's, you know, I'm always wanting to learn if I'm doing something wrong in the business or someone um, sees something wrong going on, please. I'd actually like to know um, because I do want to grow. I do want to get better. I do want this business to be better. Uh, and I really want this business to um, lead I guess, lead other brands in the right direction in terms of morals and ethics and um, the right thing to do. And I do that because I guess um, they're my personal values. And I do that also for my children. I can want to make sure yeah. they see um, me leading in the right direction so that they lead in whatever choice, in, in whatever path they choose. Yeah, it's so true. That constructive feedback is mm. so valuable. Mm. Um, it's lovely and it's a fuzzy, warm and fuzzy feeling when you get all of the wonderful accolades and people, you know, praising your products and what you're doing and so forth. But, you know, that one constructive negative comment might hurt, but, you know, it can make us better in the long run, for sure, right. if you listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I'd have to finish off some rapid fire round questions. So sort okay. of to your mind quickly. <laughs> um, what's, Last book you read? Mm. Um, read in the middle of reading it right now. Oh, I'm going to get you the title. Hang on. Story brand book, is it? Oh, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. See, there you go. That's It's a New York Times bestselling author. That's me trying to grow my business and trying yeah. to learn, learn learn new things. I'm much more about reading, you know, books that can, I, can, I can learn from. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, last, it puts your last day on earth. What would be your final meal? Ah, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate and and red wine. <laughs> Love it. Probably steak, too. Back, steak, 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 red wine, then chocolate. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the three course meal. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you could go back in time and experience one famous event, what would it be and why? Oh, I couldn't pick one, but to be really honest, it'd be the really boring things um, that everyone I'm sure would say, but like my wedding day, you know, watching my kids walk for the first time, um, seeing them say a word for the first time, you know, I think there's oh, lots of moments that. in life we try and speed on through and then we've gone through them and you just go, my God, I wish I could go back and experience that again. So yeah, for me, it's yeah. all about family, I, I, all the family moments. 
That thought that you just said there, I actually get a bit teary because that's something that I keep, it keeps, it's coming up on TikTok at the moment. I've seen it and it's a great reminder of going because my kids are little. So in that relentless, you know, two-year-old tantrums and so Mm -hmm. forth and going just fast forward time when they're an adult and you get the opportunity to come back and imagine this is the last time you get to see them at this age. And I'm just like, wow, it's pretty powerful. I know know how you're feeling. Because two is the worst, man. Like, <laughs> that's that's you just uh, you just don't enjoy that time. But yeah, yeah, you just as, as somehow sometimes just stand back and try and savor the moment and yeah. maybe laugh when they're on the floor throwing a tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do it goes too fast. You know, my eldest is is nearly sixteen. And she's going to get her license, and I just think, oh my lord, please, what happened? And what happened? And I would love them to be younger. I really yeah. would. And I, and I actually do. And I say it to my husband all the time. I'm panicking. I feel like I have three years left with her um, before she's out. She's out of the nest. She's going to leave. So, yeah, and it happens in the blink of an eye. I, you know, it's such a corny saying, but it really, really does. It happens yeah. in the blink of an eye. So, yeah, savor. It, for me, it's all about those family memories. Yeah, and I love that. I love that you say that. Mm. Um. All right, well, let's start to wrap it up where do you see by there in five years international yes very much speaking to wholesale doors internationally quite a few different countries at the moment too so I hope maybe next time I speak I can confirm a few but um, I really feel we're an international brand Um, you know collagen is a very young business uh, market here in Australia it's not overly educated whereas it's very established in China and Korea uh, Japan um, it's starting to in, in Vietnam Middle East UK US so yeah international I would love to take this brand so yeah How exciting oh yeah. Well, I wish you all the very best with that thank you very much um what, what, I mean, what's the best way if people want to find you, connect with you, where should they go? Mm-hmm. So um, to physically go and find the product, we're in some select Q stores, but also David Jones, okay. but otherwise online. Yeah. Um, we're, we're on by Beth, we're on the Iconic. There's the eight-week guarantee, which is, you know, you try it, you don't like it, give it back to us. We're not here to try and um do one-off purchases we're here to really try and um, nurture our customers and create relationships so you know giving that eight week guarantee for me is an easy one um, and how long does a bottle last yeah it's really big and this is what everyone just yeah. looks at the initial cost and they and they panic and they compare it to um, the competitors who you can get one I think for like 90 ours our vessel is 150 but they last you three months so yeah. when you actually do the cost per serve because there's 150 serves in there when you do the cost per serve it's actually cheaper than all the competitors in australia yeah so that's the interesting one that's a, and, and that's interesting because the australian competitor does not break down price like that mm-hmm. whereas the international competitor does so when i get questions from uk us customers it's much more about cost per serve and collagen per serve Whereas the Australian customer looks at the final cost and doesn't and doesn't analyze how long it's going to last them, they just look at that initial cost and think maybe that's a weekly purchase. But that's that's a that's a once and that's actually only a once off purchase because you don't buy the vessel again. You yeah. only buy that once and then from then you buy the ninety dollar refill pouch. Yeah, and that that refills that. So ninety dollars is very much competitive with um, all the mainstream uh, collagen brands. Yeah. So and then again 
mm. you divide that cost per serve and you're actually getting more because it's 300 grams an ounce. So That's I what know. I saw. I wondered. Yeah. It's really big. I, I don't actually know any other competitor that does 300 grams for that price. So um, yeah, anyway, it, it's, it's a once-off purchase, the vessel. But again, it's just, it, you know, you, you produce something that's a once-off purchase like the vessel. There's obviously a lot of time, effort, money gone into that. It's obviously a higher cost to produce that. It's not a plastic container that you throw away. Um, and obviously producing in Australia costs more. It just does, unfortunately. Um, but if you care about the local community. Oh, yeah. And look, there's plenty of plenty yeah. of customers out there that will share the same values. That's right. Yeah. That's well, right. yeah. So I'm off to get my first vessel after this, I think. Okay, <laughs> Give it a and try. Then really it's just a choice. Do you want to, do you want something that doesn't uh um have any flavor at all? Then you yeah. do the flavored because people they put that in their coffee or they put that in their tea. Um, or you, you're making yourself a smoothie that's the best one for that because you, you just it literally has no flavor and you can do like once one serve is one teaspoon yeah. but if you're like me I like to get everything done as quickly as possible so I put three or four in the one cup <laughs> <laughs> rather than staggering it I just do it first thing in the morning um, otherwise the fruit and flour and the wooden spice the key thing to remember is that they're really delicate flavors so you know when you put cucumber and mint in water you just get a very soft undertone as yep. opposed to those sickly sweet cordial yeah soft undertone so yeah. it, then it's just personal preference what what sort of flavors do you like yeah I'm glad you actually mentioned that because I thought about that when you talked about the very sweet collagens that you tried previously mm, so but yeah, the unflavored sounds super versatile though in terms of you know being out. extremely versatile and actually the wooden spice is the last one that people are willing to try and it's yeah. the favorite in the end if you do a taste test yes it's not spicy it's just got undertones of wood and nut and so you just can taste that wattle seed but in a very 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 delicate way yeah it's it's hard to describe but yeah it's my husband's favorite by far interesting okay well excellent thank you so much Beth for taking this time to talk to me this morning I've learned a lot and I am very eager now to go and um, try some of your collagen as well Uh, and I hope that other people do but I'm sure everyone got something out of the chat today and again thank you I'm happy no it was smooth sailing nothing went wrong so it was perfect yeah (laughs) thank you (laughs) I think you're gonna be great good luck to your podcast thank you so much and to yours and your business as well thank you very much Thank you for listening to the episode. It would mean so much if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use to listen to this podcast. You could also take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us at Your Reformer. If you'd like to learn more about Your Reformer and our products, head to yourreformer.com.au. I'll catch you in the next episode. Keep moving. I'm not